Well, here we are again, and it's Christmas time for obvious reasons. You can see the tree, and you'll see loads and loads of Christmas sweaters. I thought I best not because you know you didn't want to outshine anybody. But anyway, it's um, it's it's time to sort of review what we've done in this past year, at Journeymen, and also to look ahead and also say exactly what we've got in mind for um, the new year, which is uh, hopefully going to be a lot better than the old year. Fingers crossed, and hope everybody's been keeping well and keeping fine. Anyway. Um, Obviously, with me straight at the top of this podcast is our Des. And Des, um, I mean, you've been doing so much over the uh, over the last year. And uh, I thought you might like to tell us a little bit of the highlights that have, that have happened. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, obviously, you know, we do so many social activities now. Uh, that's the main thing uh, for us is getting out there, peer-to-peer support, making sure that our men have actually got a support group around them that isn't just us. You know, they make friends within all the social activities we do. We've had some fantastic fishing trips this year. You know, we do our walk and talks every week still. Uh, We've been changing up for the winter, so we're going to be doing sort of museums in Liverpool and stuff. Obviously, most of the museums in Liverpool are free to get into, which is absolutely fantastic for our men. Uh, We did the World Museum the other week for two hours, and the guys absolutely loved it. You know, seeing the Egyptian exhibits, the aquarium... Um, a lot of the fishing guys spent ages in the aquarium looking at the fish that they were catching. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those little things. Uh, we started up walking football this year as well, ah, in conjunction we, with Tranmere. We talked about that last time, didn't we, we did. our last podcast? Well, that's brilliant to know that that's up and running. Yeah, it's up and running now with Rob, yeah. uh, who is our new uh, social media manager. Uh, and he's brilliant. Paul has got his gardening club up and running as well. That's on a Wednesday and a Friday. Um, and we've got usage of an allotment down off Tollymash Road in Birkenhead. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so uh, guys go over there and they're looking after the allotment and, and they're starting to grow stuff and everything down there, which is great. You know, again, gives them that bit of peer-to-peer support. Yeah. And they're also getting training through that as well. Which is really an important thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. 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 I mean, because I know so many men come to you that got all sorts of different problems and, and, and a lot of the time it's like jobs as well and 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 so if they're out of work and they've got like troubles going on in the in the back of their life as well i mean things like that are amazing to just take their minds off that and they can concentrate on that meet other people like-minded people and it must help so much i mean i know it helps on the walks and talks i mean because people just talk about anything and it's i mean i find it really good not that i talk a lot like you can tell, no, but um, no. we, we wouldn't <laughs> say you talk a lot, Pauline. Not at all. <laughs> but it's it's absolutely brilliant that that's all happened. So, are we planning something for next year, or are you going to come and tell me about it a bit later on during the podcast? I'll, or? I'll dive in a bit later on. Nip in and out. Yeah, I'll I'll do my usual thing and sort of pop back. Okay. And, uh, then we'll we'll let you know what's going on next year. Um, obviously, we're looking at the canal boats again. Yes. We'll be getting those out. That was fabulous. That canal boat trip that I did with you was fabulous. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had great fun, didn't we? We certainly did. We did. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. And again, it's just being outside. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's not the activity you're doing. It's being outside in nature. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you don't catch fish when you're fishing. No. It doesn't matter if you don't talk on the walk and talk, but you're outside. Yeah. And that is going to get the fresh air in your body, bring the endorphins up, and make you feel a bit better about yourself at the end of the day. And you've done so well, haven't you, Des? I mean, yourself. 
personally. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, uh, my you life couldn't have done it without this, without journeyman? No, not at all. I, um, 18 months ago, I was a completely different person. As I said last time, I was sat quiet, didn't really want to speak to anybody, and I've been brought back out of my shell, and, uh, well, where I am now, you know, and that's absolutely amazing. I'm not saying I don't still have my struggles, you know, everybody does. Everybody does, yeah. But and there's a support network there now. And it's even more important because of what's been going on with this um, a horrible pandemic, you know, I mean, and you've done so really well to keep going throughout all of that and, and to keep yeah. keep the lad's spirits up. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. And um, that's what we've been Because you did Zoom stuff as well. Yeah, Zoom I mean, we did, we did Zoom calls over, over last winter. <laughs> Uh, in the lockdowns, I was doing quizzes, I was doing play your cards right, we were having games of bingo over Zoom, you know, just really yeah. things just outside the box that no other place has actually sort of thought of. Well, loads of places shut down. Well, everywhere shut down. Yeah, so there was nowhere you know. for anybody to go who needed yeah. help and support. And so. that's exactly it. You know, and we did stay right open. We stayed open right the way through the pandemic. We're going to be talking to some great people on this yeah. podcast um we've got um as we were talking before we've got uh, steve o'gorman who's who's another guy who like yourself walked in needed help um and they've been able to help him an awful lot so i'm going to be speaking to him i'm going to be speaking to phil obviously later yeah. and i'm also um getting the doctor in for michael's got a bad cough yes yeah michael's, <laughs> michael's coughing away in the background here he turned up a bit early but hey it's all good well the thing is it's the official christmas party day today so the it people is. will be coming in and out as we're doing this podcast and, and so that's great yeah. and then uh but now i'm going to be speaking to um a, a former Lord Mayor and a former council leader from uh, Liverpool's uh, City Council and a former councillor and also uh, a man who started something very, very similar in a lot of ways because he looked after the community, um, not not just men, but the total community. I'm going to be speaking to Frank Prendergast after you, Des, and then oh, you'll brilliant. be popping in and out, won't you? I certainly will. Great. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, Pauline. Great speaking to you. And you. Right, next I'm going to be speaking to um, Frank Prendergast, who was a former Lord Mayor, well, is a former Lord Mayor of Liverpool, a former leader of the council at Liverpool and a former councillor. Uh, but I want to speak to Frank about the stuff that he did during his time as Lord Mayor and also the, the stuff that he did when he was uh, when he was just a, a councillor and he did an awful lot for the community. Frank, you ran, uh, well, you started, you basically built um, Beanek, which is... Um, Breckfield North Abbott Neighbourhood Council. I know that the men's health section of, of BNEC was really important to you because, it, I mean, service people aside, men in general do not go to the doctors. Yeah, men, men in general do put up with stuff. They just think it's, it's a side effect. I'm, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. and they, they just try to get on with it. And by the time they get to the stage where they want to go to the doctors, it's usually progressed to a step sometimes at a stage where it's too late yeah um or it's, it's gone that far that more serious consequences arise um if they get it if, if things get caught at a very early stage like so it, cancer if you catch it at an early stage if you if report symptoms at an early stage then they can possibly do something with it but if you leave it until it gets too bad then sometimes the the, the way of treatment is a lot more severe and sometimes it's it's too late. Yeah. So 
there's that thing. Men are very reluctant, and usually a lot of single men have got no one to talk to. Yeah. But if you're married or you have family, then they may push you into going to the doctor a bit sooner. But there's lots of single men, and unfortunately, the way. You, um, families are nowadays there are lots of single men there are yeah so th there's less chance of them having a mother or a brother or a sister or a, a yeah. wife mm -hmm. or children who, who push them into going to see the doctor so and, and they become isolated as well they, they tend to because they've got ill health they stay in a lot so again there's not nobody picking up on them mm -hmm. there's, there's no one no social services calling around or knocking on the door and asking you're all right you know what no one's seen you for a while so they, they become more and more reclusive. So what the Men's Health Problem Project did was try to encourage people to come in and, and we started a gardening project. Um, we had raised beds, everywhere we had was concrete. So we put in raised beds. We did have some small pieces of land so that we, we could do gardening. And we, and we got people in involved and we had greenhouses. And very shortly, um, the lads were involved in growing stuff for themselves, all yeah. the food they produced. You know, and you could go on and we had cooking projects, we had people coming in, yeah. showing them how to cook properly and what they grew in the gardens, what they grew in the greenhouses, um, they take home. And then we got to the stage where we were producing more than they could have, so we were passing it on to, to others. And we were right alongside a, a local school, so we got some of the kids involved. You know, the school became interested, and pretty soon the school had their own allotments. Mm -hmm. And they were teaching the kids how to, to grow food and how they could use it in their so it was a big lesson. It was a, it was actually a, a, a really important part of, of the community in Everton. So yeah. I, and I know. Um, and the, the the other bit was on you said the the waves and the um, the stick service. I mean we got some of them coming in on men's health project. Uh -huh. They got involved in that, but the, the problem with ex servicemen is whether we like it or not, they don't like civilians. Yeah. <laughs> They're used to being with, the, with, with their, own, with their own kind, yeah. And yeah. they find hard to mix with them because civilians don't understand. They, they've got a mentality of working with their own, and, and it was difficult. Yeah. So what we did eventually, while I was Lord Mayor, with the, um, the contract that the government signed and said every ex-serviceman coming home should have their own house, and the council should provide them. What they forgot to mention was the council don't have any properties. That's true. Because years previous, the government had made it impossible for them to, to build any, and, and they were all signed over to housing associations, which is one of the problems. They were all expecting the council to give them it, but the council had none. Um, anyway, what, what we did was we, we got an office on Breck Road, and we, gave, we, we turned it over to the, um, to, to the servicemen. And they, they went and ran their own organisation out of there with, with the help of B Neck and yeah. um, Bob Blanchard and a couple of others. And they set up their own organisation, which is now they've changed the name now to HQ because, again, it's a military term that they, that rather they, than, can, yeah. you know, they, they all associate with. Yeah. Uh, they've now moved into St Domingo Grove because the office was in need of a lot of repairs. So they moved into a, what used to be a community facility. In, in St. Domingo Grove and they've taken over there and they've expanded and yeah. they've got more and more people coming in. The work that they did there led to the same type of units being set up in Birkenhead, um, Nosley, yeah. Bootle, 
and right across Merseyside. Well, journeymen are in touch with, with the Vets Association yeah, as well. Yeah, it's really which is built great. up. And, yeah. and they did all the same sort of things. We take we had a, a youth club which we used to take them fishing, take them for walks. Um, it's really important, isn't it, it? It's getting the community involved, getting yeah. them somewhere, something positive. Now, ten years ago it is now that you were Lord Mayor of Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you did a lot of... Well, you did a lot of great stuff. You met an awful lot of people in the community and a lot of uh, a lot of places like journeymen that were charities that were helping different people. But you also had uh, lunch with the Queen. Uh, you took her on the duck. Um, and I just wondered, what's your sort of favourite story about the Queen? She came to do a 60th anniversary. We had lunch in the uh, Maritime Museum, which was the day she went on the duck. Um, and we had lunch. And we were around the table, there was about 12 people around the table, and I actually had an hour and a quarter talking to her. Um, and when we finished, the Lord Lieutenant Dame Lorna came and said to me, very good, very good. But you are supposed to let other people around the table get a word in. <laughs> but we'd, we just had this conversation which just flowed, and yeah. the, um, the Bishop of Liverpool came over and said, you kept her very interested and very animated. She was whatever you were talking about was really kept it and she was laughing and, and joking. And in 2017 you got, um, no it wasn't 17 was it, you got an, an MBE um, yeah. and when you went to see the Queen she recognised you straight away. Yeah, she, she talked about um, a visit to Liverpool and an adventure on the dock and I, <laughs> um, when she was on the dock there was a lot of fumes off the boat she said to Prince Philip, it's rather whiffy in here. And she, she wasn't too enamoured. She, she'd been asked about going on it, and she, she was quite happy and keen to go on it. But when she got on it, she found out that it was um, a bit more lopsided on, on the port side than she was expecting. She was a bit nearer the water, and there was lots of fumes. But a, a week or so after she'd been on it, it sank. So when we went to the palace, when I went to the palace and she... She was talking about it and I said, it's just as well you never came in a week after because she said, why is that? I said, it sank. So she started laughing. <coughs> I said, oh, that would have been great publicity for the city. I said, yeah, for all the wrong reasons. And we had a bit of a conversation about it, but she was, um, she was very amused that she got there a week early and missed all the excitement. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so well it's been great talking to you Frank and that's um, that's great to know whether, what you did as well um, over on the other side of the water uh, because it's basically what journeymen are doing and I know that you've joined journeymen on the um, the board of advisors and which is great and um, so look forward to seeing you later in 2022 and talking again about what we're, what we're all going to do to help journeymen Right, Des, you're back. Um, obviously, it's a busy time of the year for everybody um, and everybody's doing all sorts of things. So, journeymen have obviously got something great up their sleeve. Uh, yeah, yeah, as always, this time of year. Um, we're here today in Prenton Rugby Club. This is our men's Christmas party uh -huh. this afternoon, starting at one o'clock. Uh, so, we've got all our men coming along to that, or as many who want to attend. Yeah. You know. Um, have we got food? Uh, there's going to be food. We've got a curry coming. Oh, 
Um, we've also got a load of snacks and drinks that were kindly donated by Asda Arrow Park, Ian Grant there. Oh, Ian's lovely. Ian's amazing, isn't he? Ian is amazing. He's helped me so much with all sorts of, of stuff for charities. He really is yeah. great. Yeah. He's lovely and I like him because he's the same height as me. He's yeah. only little. Yeah, he is only little. <laughs> he is little, only yeah. little. But thank you very much to Asda Arrow Park and Ian Grant for doing that for us today. Uh, they've helped us amazingly over the last year as well. Uh, with things like tea and coffee and stuff for the office. Yeah. You know, just to keep us going as well, you know what I mean? Um, so that's today. Um, now, we do, unfortunately, close the office down on the 23rd of this month. Okay. But every day, up until the 5th of January, when the office is closed, there is telephone support between 8am and 3pm. Okay. Okay, so just call the office number if any of our men need that support. Can we give them the number now? Certainly, and yeah. that's 0151 792 9159. Um, and also, if you're not one of our men and you do find yourself in crisis over Christmas or you just need someone to talk to, call that number as well. You know, there is going to be somebody on the phone lines. Uh, and they'll give you the support and if you need signposting somewhere they'll point you in the right direction to get the help you need at this time of year uh the other thing we're doing as well for the second year on the run uh i'm taking some men out on christmas day uh fishing wow yeah i know um it's gonna be cold yes <laughs> but that's always good it's fine it's never the weather it's only ill-prepared clothing well, yeah, fair enough, yeah, yeah, I'll take that, yeah, yeah. So, if everybody's wrapped up, it's not a problem. But that's great, because if you, there's an awful lot of people, it's it's a very worrying time of the year, um, for, I mean, it's bad enough if you're lonely, if you're lonely at any time of the year, but it's a, it's a million times worse at Christmas, it and it's nice to know that there is somewhere to go, and that, you know, you don't have to be on your own. No, no, and that's it, and uh, this year I've got a... Uh, at least a couple of our men coming. Um, even who, if you don't like fishing, oh, even just if you go. don't like fishing, yeah. yeah, you can come along and, and just sit with us and have a chat. Yeah. You know, and it's it's great. Um, Christmas Day is always good because there's always people out walking the dogs before yeah. lunch and stuff. Anyway, so there's always somebody going past having a chat. Um, but again, if you're alone on Christmas Day or you're not seeing your family till Boxing Day, come along. Yeah, come and join us. Give me an email. Call the number that I've just given you. Uh, and come along to our fishing event, you know, it's one of those. And very kindly, the Communications Workers Union, uh, they gave us a donation last week, so any of the bait on Christmas Day is actually being paid for by the CWU as well, which is absolutely fantastic. It's brilliant to know that, you know, you're there anyway. Can you give us that number again? Yes, certainly. It's 0151 792 9159. Uh, and as I say, that's, those lines will be open 8 till 3 and that's from the 24th Christmas Eve until uh, the 4th of January. All right. That's brilliant. Thanks, Des. No Cheers. problem, Pauline. Right, well, now I need to get my coat on because I'm going to have a little walk around Pret and Rugby Club and we're going to find out exactly what uh, what's on offer, uh, not just for journeymen, but for everybody else as well. And then I'll be back. When I come back, I'm going to be speaking to Steve O'Gorman. Uh, I'm outside now and it's cold, but I'm with Brian Elkerton. Now, Brian uh, knows all about the rugby club and he's going to tell us a little bit of what's going on, not only now, but what's happening in the future. And we are here actually in the garden. So, Brian, tell us about the garden. It's a 10 house community garden. We've put the raised beds here for people with disabilities, uh -huh. flags here, 
for the for them and then what you've got here now you've got a picnic area you've got a barbecue you've got the water recycled from the roof we bought those containers we've got this polytunnel and now what you've got what's you've... in the polytunnel oh sure what's in the polytunnel can we go into the polytunnel can you follow us don't leave me in here on my own with pauline <laughs> okay now what we've got here is stuff that getting ready for planting for next year for printing and bloom i'll take you outside now we've built like a bug hotel Oh, these are very... Um... They are good. Uh, we've built one ourselves, but what's going to happen to school kids? They're going to make their own. Each school, we've got two schools, Trent and Primary, and I can't think of my Trammy Rovers. Uh, they're going to start doing their own. So they come here, the air is all self-contained, it's safe. We've got, we've got all the different type of birds coming up here. We've got doing woodcraft. So where's our now? We've got a bug hotel. We've got a wet area there. We've got newts in there now little little frogs are in there so there's our wet area now what happens there Pauline the water comes down here and it holds there so it was a swamp we got all sorts of insects this that and the other and a girl's been down and she wants to do a uh, start doing uh, bees down here oh brilliant because yeah, we need to look honey. after the bees that's right well all this now there's, there's a like a flower pot going there, bomb, bomb flowers that go in there. There's a bug hotel. We've got timber now to make two other bug hotels for two different schools. So they'll come down and they get involved, they can start planting their own stuff. The idea is to plant saplings for the trees. Once they get to a certain height, they can take them to the schools then, plant them in the schools and years to come, they can say to their kids, I planted that. Wow. That's what their type of thing we're looking to do. It's nature on your doorstep for everybody, yeah, yeah. and it's really good. I mean, for absolutely everyone. And also, I've just seen you delivering a load of Christmas hampers. Yeah. To the to the local community, which yeah. is a great thing. What? So the, the the actual the rugby club is a hell of a lot more than a rugby club, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. We want to embrace local. But the, the idea is to sort of combat loneliness, uh, health, mental well-being, uh, uh, the youth. You know, getting them involved. Once this development's done, once a week of a night time, there's going to be a youth cafe with various activities. So get the youth off the estate up here, get them involved in some sort of activities and sports. Sports are great release. Well, I spent my youth on this estate, the Pretton Youth Club. I believe so. I've heard some stories, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> Journeyman work with many uh, partners across the Wirral and uh, one of such is uh, the Cheshire Wirral Partnership NHS Foundation Trust and they refer men to journeymen like my next guest who is Steve O'Gorman. Hiya Steve. Hiya. Uh, lovely to see you. And you. And you're looking great. Last time we met we were on a walk and talk around the park. Yeah, yeah that's we? correct. Yeah. yeah that's right. Now you came um, you came to journeymen. How long ago was it when you came to oh, journeymen? About seven or eight months ago, uh -huh. uh, I'd come from uh, a really bad situation that was developing as we spoke. Uh -huh. um, basically, I was suffering from um, extensive PTSD, uh -huh. and I was uh, in the middle of a breakup as well. Um, I was really alone and low, and I couldn't see no light at the end of the tunnel. Uh -huh. I was pointed in the direction of the journeymen and I haven't looked back since. Now, uh, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, well, you say you've not looked back since, so how are you feeling now? Do you, are you feeling a lot happier with uh, the way things have been? Or what are you doing? What did you do to actually change your mood? Um, 
you wouldn't believe the amazing things journeymen actually do. They actually come forward and brought me out myself. Mm -hmm. um, I was at my lowest of the low in that office, and the smallest of things mean so much when you're in that type of a position. I was suicidal. I was ready to check out. I had so much going on, uh, and my brain couldn't cope mm -hmm. with it. Uh, but the smallest of things, just a man that you don't know giving you a hug. What did you do? Did you walk in or did you ring up? Or? Um, I was put forward um, via the hospital. Right, okay. Um, and the hospital got in touch with the journeyman on my behalf. I came in, I had an interview. Um, I then had some developing issues. And then, um, since then, I've been going on the walk and talks and actively involved in the journeyman. Mm -hmm. um, as well as doing the fishing with Des, which is fun, of course. Yeah. But uh, the people I've met has changed my whole life for the better. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I said, the smallest of things means so much when you're at that stage. A little handshake, a hug from someone you don't know. That meet and greet when you first meet everyone up. You know, it's priceless. Because they are wonderful, aren't they, all of the staff? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, they're all great. And... Um, and of course, like, like sort of, did you take advantage of everything that journeymen have got to offer, like the, the counselling? Yes, I have. I've had counselling with um, Peter uh -huh. uh, when I was first starting out because I needed, and a, a time since, I've needed a little boost uh, because things are not going in the way that they want to go, uh, and it's beyond our, con it's beyond control in that respect. Mm -hmm. um, I've come on the back of a military background. I've, I don't want to divulge too much into that. No. Because it's caused, where I was when I first came here, I'd lost absolutely everything. And I was in dire straits. I was homeless. I was living in a, an accommodation in Liverpool, which I don't want to name because for liable reasons. Yeah, that's right. Because when we, that's when we met, you were, you were, um, you were in Liverpool at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's, you, you told me about being in Liverpool. Because I was a bit worried about the fact that you, you know, had to travel all that way, but you did it. Um, I did it because I wanted to be yeah. with um, the people I know were helping me along my journey. So what, what, what about the housing situation now? Where are you with that? Uh, I am actually in the brand new house over the side of the water. Uh, I can't look back. I've got everything going for me. I've, got extent I've been through extensive um, treatments. Uh, EMDR, CPD, as well as uh, the new uh, cognitive behavioural one. Uh -huh. And I've gone through everything, and I seem to be getting myself more confident and more uh, social. A lot of the issues that I had don't seem to be there anymore. Um, and do you think a lot of that's to do with, we, as we were talking earlier about, when I was with Frank, talking about the fact that um, people who are in the services, they sort of they sort of build a wall around themselves and can only get on um, or they can't not only get on with but tend to feel happiest if they're with other service people um yes and no i mean where in my position it had been a long time since i was in the service right there'd been like a 25 year gap ah right so so you'd been used to living like an ordinary uh, civilian life, blog, civilian but, yeah but i as i said i've it's been a different circumstances i grew up with the army Right. My father was in the army. I lived in Germany for 16 years. Ah, so, so, well, there you go. So it was in your blood from the from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And then it was natural progression. I was going to join up myself. I went, did my service, um, and then came back here, got married. Things didn't go according to plan there. But 
Hey ho. You're looking at marriage number four, are you? <laughs> I don't know anything about plans and marriage. <laughs> but um, so. I'm really, really thrilled that you're in a brand new house, and and you. What what about the job situation? Uh, we... I'm still not able to work. Okay. Um, little few little problems have arose lately. Right. Uh, just a few medical issues that uh-huh. I've got to see through. When you get to my age, happens. Well, because of journeymen and you having a house, I'm, I'm hoping that you're being looked after financially by the um, by the government. I'm. Yeah, I've been looked after very well. Right. I've been pointed in the right direction by journeymen. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had no problems at all, and my hand goes out to every one of them that the time they put in for these people. Yeah. Uh, it's priceless. I mean, I can't, you know, emphasise as the most smallest of things mean so much. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, tell us, tell us, Steve, what what are what what are you hoping for yourself in two thousand and twenty-two? I'm nearing the end of my journey. And I'd like to put it on camera that I'd like to give some back what you people have given me. Ah, that's lovely. That is fantastic. Um, well, Steve, it's been really lovely talking to you and I look forward to talking to you again later on in the year and let's see how things develop. But thank you so much for being so open and candid and telling us exactly what it is that, that journeymen have helped you with. Yeah, thank you very much for your time. Cheers, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Right, Des. Hello again, Pauline. So, uh, 2022 is going to be a busy year. So what's coming up in the first three months? Uh, first three months of 2022 is going to be really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, obviously consolidating uh, at the end of last year. Uh, but as usual, our walk and talks will be going on on Wednesdays. Yep. Uh, half past ten and half past eleven. Uh, unless we're going to a museum or now, something. I love that. Explain that to us. Because I know when I came, some of us are slower walkers than others. That's it. Yeah. So you've actually tailored it now uh, so that we all finish at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because what we found is... Because I'm doing... not a fast walker. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's one of those. Because obviously people have got different abilities. Some people have yeah. got physical uh, disabilities, you know, and can't walk as quick, mm. you know. So what we did is basically say right if you want to come for a fast longer walk come at half past ten we'll do a couple of miles around the park wherever we are and that's fine and then the half past eleven one uh, it's a bit slower we don't go as far and might actually stop off and have a cup of coffee somewhere as well Um, but yeah it's it's tailored to our clientele because we do have a full age range right through from 18 to 77 yeah you know, so yeah. obviously an 18-year-old is going to move a bit quicker than a 77-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so apart from the walk and talk, what else? Um, well, we have our chit and chat here every Monday at Prenton Rugby Club. This is great. Yeah, I yeah. came to the first one. Yeah, it was great. It was really nice. And I mean, as much as I love to walk and talk, it's nice to be inside and have a cuppa and a biscuit. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah, and uh, it's nice and warm in here as well. Yeah. And it's really friendly. Yeah. Uh, and it just gives people a chance so you're not out outside trying to talk outside. Sometimes you might want to just sit on your own in a corner with somebody and have a chat. Yep. You know, a lot of people are like that. You know, don't need thousands of people around yeah. them. Yeah. Um, also, uh, so that's every Monday from 1 o'clock till 4 o'clock, and that's here at Prenton Rugby Club. Tuesdays we have our walking football that's starting again on the 11th of January uh, that's at Prenton Park in the community hub there 
That's great because Tranmere Rovers have got on board. Yeah, Tranmere Rovers are absolutely amazing with us. Uh, we do actually get tickets now to the matches, the home matches as well. Uh, so if any of our men do want to go to the football, um, you can actually um, come along on Boxing Day. If you meet us at the John King statue at half past two on Boxing Day, there will be tickets there. Uh, only for up to 14 men. Because yeah. they don't give us any more, but... Okay, so, still... so if there's ever not 14, you will tell me, won't you, so I can come? Certainly, Because yes. I'm a big Tramir Rovers fan. Oh, well, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah, and they did really well on Saturday. They and beat they Leighton Orient. Well, where are we now? Fifth. Fifth. Yeah, Fifth which is league. great, yeah. yeah I mean, really And we've good. got, like, a game in hand, two games in hand on the top. Yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah, so it's it's getting quite. It's looking quite good for Mickey Mellon there. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, thank you very much to Tramir Rovers and the community for giving us those tickets for every home match as well. Um, so every home match, we will have tickets for Tramir Rovers. That's going right the way through 2022 season as well. Brilliant, excellent. Um, so the walking football is quarter to eleven on a Tuesday. Uh, sorry, quarter to ten on a Tuesday meeting. My bad. Uh, and there is a three pound charge for that because obviously, unfortunately, they do charges for the court. Yeah. Um, but you know that's an hour of football for three pound. You can't really get an hour's entertainment for three pound. No, no, you no. can't even buy a cup of coffee for three pound these no, days you can't. in some places. You can't. No. Yeah. Um, then, as I said, Wednesday and Friday is our gardening club, and Thursdays is sort of a, a quiet day. It, it lets us in the office do some work. Yeah. You know, so we're actually in the office doing the work that we need to do. Um, and then there's phone support every weekend between 8 and 3. Yeah. And if you keep an eye on the website as well, the fishing events will go up there. My email's always attached to the fishing events. Uh, and if you email me, want to come along, uh, that's absolutely fine. Um, and there's just, it's going to be a huge year. There's lots of stuff in the lots of irons in the fire at the moment yeah that I can't really talk about because no. nothing's been sort of finalized but it will be finalized and we're well, going to move forward in a huge way well i'm really hoping that we get some um some bigger premises so that i can start a, um, a sort of drama a little drama course or, or something like that yeah. yeah yeah well that is that is one of the major things we are on to this yeah. year is is we need that bigger premises to give a drop into our men it's great because i mean you didn't need it in the beginning because there weren't that many and now you need it because there are so many people who are actually picking up that phone and, and oh, walking through that door, which yeah. is, and it's made such a big difference to people's lives, as we've heard from Steve. You yes, know, yeah. You know, the, the, the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference, and uh, and that's that's wonderful. And that's so, it. well, very happy New Year, Des. And a happy Christmas and happy New Year to you too, Pauline. And um, hopefully, um, I'll get to go back on my tour next year. But um, oh yes, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, how did it go at the floral, by the way? Well, it went very well, um, and I know. Your mum and dad came. My mum and dad came. What yes. did they think? They loved it. Ah, oh, well, I know Michael loved it because Michael loves me doing "When You're Good to Mama" from um, Chicago. So yes, and I yeah. gave him a mention as well, a special mention. Oh well, so. Michael will have been made up with that. But yeah, there were um, there were some from Journeymen who came, and it was yeah. great. It was really nice of them to come and support me. So that was good. Oh, yeah. that's great. Well, hopefully we'll get you back on tour again. Hopefully, hopefully we will. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. And I enjoyed Polly. Home Baked as well. Some of the lads came to see Home Baked, which was the musical at uh, the Royal Court. Oh, right, yeah. yes, yes, sorry. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I was uh, quite busy towards the end of the back end of this year, but uh, but hopefully things won't be too bad and I'll be able to pick up where I left off next yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, well, good luck with that as well, Pauline. Brilliant. Okay, right. cheers. Thanks very much. Yes, Have thanks a, a lovely a lot. one.
I'm now with Phil, uh, and you all know Phil. We spoke to Phil in the first podcast, and um, uh, Phil, it's Christmas time, and so you've got to have a message for people out there who need journeymen, and also for this lovely lot behind us who are about to have it's, a party. So everyone, uh, our journey is your journey. Um, we've had an amazing journey, haven't we, Pauline? And we've had an amazing 2021. 2022 is going to be even bigger and better. I heard before that we were talking about the bigger premises. That's what we, we are aiming for. We want this type of venue for journeymen, our men and the, and the families. It's great to see our men with the families today here. And that's what we want for 2022 as well. So on behalf of everyone here, on behalf of me, my staff, our community, our supporters who have, uh, have supported us all the way through uh, our journey, I want to wish you a happy and peaceful and loving Christmas and New Year. Everyone, cheers! Very quickly, I would like to mention uh, that Journeyman have been nominated in the Steve Morgan Awards this year. Um, so if you could dive on the Steve Morgan website, give Journeyman your vote, and hopefully that means then we can move on to even bigger and better things with the support of the Steve Morgan Foundation.